following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome into a Thursday edition of Main Street Sports today on the program in the coach's corner. Centennial's Jeff Serbin, softball coach, will be joining us, so stay tuned for that. Also, Landon Seacrest uh, will be talking a little NBA action. Our Daily Braves chatter, and I don't know if you heard anything about today, but a little uh, college football coaching duel, perhaps. Nick Saban, Jimbo Fisher, back and forth in press conferences and meetings with boosters. Oh, it is spicy. We look forward to talking about it. We're going to do that coming up. But first, we send you to the Hall of Famer, Mo Patton, and the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yow. Happy Thursday, gentlemen. Yes, it is a happy Thursday because we are inside in the air conditioning after spending the last two hours outside not in the air conditioning, Mo. But well worth it as we send a southern middle Tennessee area softball team to the state tournament yeah yeah um entertaining ball game weather notwithstanding <laughs> the weather was rough boy i'm telling you but it only it's only a preview mo of what we are in store for next week and uh spring fling does loom starting next tuesday through friday we'll be here on monday previewing all of the things that you can expect to see at Spring Fling, the TWSAA Spring State Tournaments, including tennis, boys soccer, track and field, baseball, and softball. So, plenty to talk about on Monday. And then starting Tuesday at 2 o'clock from 2 to 4, Tuesday through Friday, you'll be able to catch George Plaster and the Main Street Media team, as we will be covering games throughout Murfreesboro and keeping you updated throughout the afternoon on Main Street team. So thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Top story is the puck drop today, Mo. John Hines extension confirmed. David Poyle, brutally honest, said, I didn't give him a team that could win, which I thought was Again, brutally honest. and But he did say he was satisfied with the progress. This team is competing, and the next step is to win. Which, I, natural progression, right? <laughs> yeah, take, take a team that is competing and try to win with it. So, how do you feel about John Hines being extended? Uh, um. I'd feel better about John Hines being extended if some other general manager had extended him. Um, I just, I, I don't know, and we've talked about it. You know, we talked about it last week with um, Christopher Martell and to a lesser degree with Pete Weber and then earlier this week to probably a greater degree with Teresa Walker. Um, I'm just not sure that David Paul deserves to still be the guy at the top of the Predators. Well, let's look at it this way. If if David Poyle is 
at least aware enough that he's got to make some changes. Do you feel like he's a guy who can get it done and knows the game well enough to find the pieces that are necessary if given the opportunity to go get those pieces? Based on that Based what? on his history. No. Well, then I, I have to agree with you that David Poyle probably has outlived his welcome. I mean, he has been a great general manager for this for this franchise, getting it off the ground as an expansion team and and advancing it and progressing it to the 2017 season and the 2018 season when they made the Stanley Cup Finals and won the President's Trophy. Since that time? Not so much. Not so much. So. Man, COVID really did a number on this on this franchise, didn't it? I mean, I, I just the last the last four or five years, I, and again, we've talked about it. You know, you create the expectations, and then you have to deal with those expectations. I think people in Nashville and Predators fans, wherever they are, expect more out of this franchise at this point than playing to get into the playoffs and to get mauled as a number seven and number eight seed once they get there. I absolutely agree. Well, there you go. John Hines has been extended. David Poyle seems to still be the general manager for, for now. Uh, says the number one goal is to sign Philip Forsberg. So we'll see how that goes. JP, thanks for welcoming us in. I'm going to send it to you now, and let's get uh, some scores and schedules uh, as we – Get the rundown. This is the rundown. All right, so our rundown for today as a switch over here. There we go. High school baseball uh, and softball action from yesterday. Um, public schools still in play for Friday. Uh, Eagleville 9-3 over Moore County last night. East Robertson 8-3 over Gordonsville, Greenbrier 7-1 over Montgomery Central. It was Hendersonville 6-4 over Mount Juliet. Henry County fell to Rossview 10-4. Loretto 7-3 winners over White House Heritage. Centennial 14-6 over Ravenwood. It was Riverdale with a 3-1 win over Stewart's Creek. Watertown defeated York Institute 5-2. D2 quarterfinals. Winners here advance to the spring fling, correct? Best of three. Best of three. All right, so Good Pasture 7-1 over Evangelical Christian. Uh, Franklin Grace uh, 19-2 and 10-2 over FACS. And McCauley 7-4 over CPA. Softball yesterday, it was Bledsoe County shutting out Westmoreland 1-0. Summit 7-2 over Centennial. Montgomery Central 2-1 over Creekwood. Joe Burns 4-2 over Gordonsville. Eagleville 4-1 winners over Huntland. Stewart's Creek 7-5 over Smyrna Clarksville Falls to Springfield 4-2. Summertown defeated Loretto uh, yesterday. You can find out more at MainStreetMurray.com uh, as that's where um, Chris was. Mo, where were you last night? I was at Columbia Academy. Columbia Academy. All Silverdale. Right. Okay, there you go. Uh, so find out more details on those games at MainStreetMurray.com. We also had coverage of Summit, uh, Summit Centennial Soft. There you go. All right. All around coverage. That's what we do. Uh, Wilson Central 7-2 uh, winners last night. D2 quarterfinals. DCA 
with the pair of wins over Grace Christian Knoxville, 13-4 and 9-3. It was Lakeway Christian with a pair of wins over Davidson Academy, 8-6, 14-4. Columbia Academy and Silverdale Academy split two games. Uh, the first two, 6-2 CA, 6-3 Silverdale Academy. And then today, it was Columbia Academy, 6-3 in the decisive game it's three. Almost. Identical scores. Uh, yeah, it, it's like the Silverdale coach pointed out. They're, they're kind of like tennis, 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, six, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, just glad we didn't have a love there. Um, and in the majors last night, it took 11 innings, and the Brewers uh, down the Braves 8-7. to seven. The Sounds get a win over Louisville last night, 7-4. MLS Nashville Soccer Club, SC, 2-1 over Montreal. And uh, it was, uh, let's look at today's schedule. Uh, D2 quarterfinals, Evangelical Christian. This is uh, baseball, best of three. Uh, good pasture. That was a 1 o'clock first start. They played all three today or just a doubleheader? They played yesterday. They played one. They'll play two today. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Uh, CPA Macaulay will play at four. Lipscomb Academy NBA will throw out their first pitch at 430. Boys soccer on the pitch today at 6 tonight. Valor Collegiate at White House Heritage. Richland hosting Harpeth. That's at 6 o'clock. Uh, it is Oakland at 7. We'll welcome Laverne. Page will be at Murfreesboro Central Magnet at 7.30. Also playing today are Brentwood at Franklin. Hendersonville hosting Station Camp. Rossview at Henry County. And Merrill Hyatt at STEM Academy. The Sounds continue their series against Louisville 6.35. First pitch tonight. And that is your... Thursday Rundown. All right, yeah, when we come back, we are going to talk TWSAA softball with Centennial softball coach Jeff Serbin, whose team will now have to travel to Wilson Central for a shot at the state tournament. But uh, we'll get more on that. When we come back, Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll return after these messages. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, a look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931 388 
888-888-5731 and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries, and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Chris Yow alongside Mo Patton. J.P. Plant is on the controls. We are glad to be back in studio with you. (laughs) As it appears, the internet is holding on for dear life today. Knock on wood. Yeah, all the wood. As we told you, we just returned from... Game three of that three-game set between Columbia Academy and Silverdale Academy. Columbia Academy advanced to the state tournament, which is a four-team double elimination tournament starting on Tuesday that will culminate with the state championship on Thursday. Last night, a couple of Williamson County softball teams took to the diamond, and unfortunately for our guest, the Summit Lady Spartans, or Spartan women, as I like to call them, uh, came out on top of the Centennial Cougars. But that is not the end of the line for Coach Jeff Serban and his CCCHS Lady Cougars, as they will get a chance to go to Wilson Central and earn a berth in the state tournament tomorrow. Coach, welcome into the show. Thank you for taking some time with us. Well, thank you for having me, and appreciate all you guys do. Thank you, Jeff. Um, congrats. I mean, I'm not sure when Centennial has made it as deep a run in the playoffs or in the postseason as they have this year, but, um, you know, winning um, that opening round of the region and, and getting a region championship game over on Mallory Lane is a pretty big accomplishment for you guys. So, um, the loss notwithstanding, what's um, – just kind of walk us through this season and this progression for the the Lady Cougars. Well, it's been a it's been a long run. It's uh, been 18 years since Centennial has been in this position. And uh, you know, when I first got here, we were 0 and 22, and progressively we've gotten better every year. More wins every year. Um, of course, you have to have players, so we've got a few of those and. We just kept on grinding and changing the mentality of uh, losing to let's just get after it and see what happens. And, you know, this group of girls are fantastic. And, you know, I've always said they, they love to get dirty and, you know, it's so, you know, it's been, a, it's, it's been a while. So, but it's been a lot of fun. This is a great group to, to be around. They love each other and care about each other. And so, we're just going to go to Wilson Central and, and see what happens and give it our best shot. Went over to Franklin, well, lost to Franklin in the District 11 4A finals, went over to Nolansville in the Region 6 4A semifinals, and 
pulled what a lot of people would consider a shocker, no disrespect, but going and beating Rylan Smith and the Lady Knights 4-1 over in NOLO to earn home field for this matchup yesterday against Summit. That, that again, as Chris said, Summit won that game 7-2. But um, you talk about grinding, Jeff, and just go out there and see what happens. And to go over there against a really good Nolansville team and get the win, um, that's got to kind of epitomize the grind for you guys, I would think. Oh, most definitely. What a great pitcher. What a great program. Coach Patton's done a great job over there. And, you know, just to go over there and go on the road and, you know, nobody gave us a chance but our inner circle. And, uh, and that's why I said I can't, you know, the girls is just start believing in themselves and we actually played better on the road here recently. And so, you know, I'm kind of looking forward to going to Wilson central, you know, backs to the wall and a program, uh, that historically is very good over there. Uh, coach Cardiff and my wife played college softball together. And my wife was the original head coach at Wilson central when it opened up and now my nieces play there. So a lot of history to this game coming up tomorrow night. And, you know, like I said, I'm sure nobody's given us a chance to go over there, but you know, don't don't uh don't underestimate us going on the road right there. Clearly you won't have to worry too much about a scouting report, I don't guess. <laughs> no, not at all. We've already played them once this year and played in a little tournament over there. And uh so but like you said, you know, I I've been around that program for a lot of years and, you know, it's a great program and, you know, just to get a chance to go over there in this environment and, you know, potentially go to the state tournament, you know, it's been truly a blessing for, you know, around here. Cause like you said, Centennial softball hasn't pretty, hasn't been relevant uh, in a long time. And uh, now we get a chance and, you know, we're going to make every opportunity and uh, go over there and just go to battle. You know, regardless of what happens tomorrow, you're one of the last 16 teams in Class 4A standing. That's uh, you. You gotta, you know, that's got to be a heck of an accomplishment for this program. But um, Wilson Central, they've got the real good pitcher that's um, signed with Louisiana Lafayette, and I can't think of her name, but like you said, certainly a challenge awaiting you guys as you head over there. Yep, Kylie Fitcher is uh, a very good pitcher. Uh, you know, the pitchers we have faced over the last three, four, five games, you know, Abby O'Hagan coming back did an excellent job on us. And then, you know, last night uh, and then Ryland, you know, so I think seeing this type of pitching for us is giving us uh, a good scouting report on what we need to do at the plate. we got to make adjustments. You know, we had an opportunity a couple times last night to get a big hit and, but, you know, she's just a – she's a good pitcher and, you know, it's a great summit team and, you know, wish them the luck tonight or tomorrow night. But I think we're ready. I think we've seen some pitchers that uh, over the last, like I said, three or four games that have gotten us ready for this moment. And you've got a couple of solid hitters, uh, Coach Jeff Serban of Centennial Softball with us here on Main Street Sports today. Coach, talk a little bit about Kylie Burgett and Alex Brashears, that they were – they were important for you last night, but they've been important for you all year long. 
Yeah, Kali is uh, one of our seniors, and, you know, she come in as a freshman, started right away, and just, you know, she's always going to have good at-bats, and she struggled a couple times uh, here in the last couple games, but, you know, she makes uh, some adjustments sometimes, and then, uh, but she's just a great hitter for us. She's always going to make contact and hit the ball hard, and Alex is only a sophomore, so uh, she's done great behind the plate, and, you know, she's got raw power, and she just got to learn to uh, pick the pitches that um, she knows she can handle. And But when she does, she squares it up, and she hits it hard. And then Lauren Johnson, little Alabama commit, she's only a junior, plays center field. She and Kylie lead us in about every offensive category. And when she gets on base, uh, that's key for us. You know, she gets on, and she makes things happen, and Kylie hits right behind her, so... I haven't did the stats, but every time Lauren gets on base, uh, we we send, we tend to score pretty early. Yeah, and and in the circle for you, if you if you can score a little bit, you're in good hands because you you've got a young freshman, Sydney Lord, who has been pretty well dominant for you at times this year. Yeah, she doesn't uh, she doesn't throw very hard, but she can locate her pitches and you know her off speed is really off speed and it it messes with a a lot of hitters and you know we haven't decided what we're going to do tomorrow yet um talk to our assistant coaches and see what what the plan is because she pitched against them last time Mm -hmm. and so uh but she's uh done a great job and a freshman coming in and you know just in that big moment you know you couldn't tell that uh, she was nervous or, or anything like that. Centennial softball coach Jeff Serban joining us here on Coach's Corner, presented by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill um, here on Main Street Sports today. And, and Jeff, you mentioned um, Wish, Wish Summit, the best of luck. They host Beach in the other sectional involving Region 6-4A. Summit going for their second consecutive state tournament berth, but um, how do you see that one going just for a second? Have you seen Beach at all this time around? Actually, they played here um, during Brentwood's tournament when um, something happened in the park system, and so Christy Utley, you know, I've been around her. I was up in, I was the head coach at Hendersonville for 12, 13 years, and so I know Beach, Beach pretty well, and, and Christy came back out of the athletic director's role and jumped back into coaching. And so she's going to have the girls ready. Uh, I think they're fairly young still, um, but I think uh, someone has one through nine are pretty good hitters. Of course, you have one of the top pitchers in the state and you're at home. So I'm, you know, plus being a Wilson Williamson County person, uh, I think, uh, the girls over there at Summit uh, should win this one uh, and go back to state. What a what a thrill that would be back-to-back years for them. That's great. Got a chance to see two Williamson County softball programs punch through into the Class 4A state softball tournament next week over in Murfreesboro. Jeff Serbin, the coach at Centennial, taking his Lady Cougars over to Wilson Central in a state sectional tomorrow evening. want to wish you and the Lady Cougars luck, and thanks again, Jeff, for joining us here on Coach's Corner 
presented by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill. Well, thank you very much. And shout out to our boys program, getting a chance to play Mount Judah tomorrow night to go to the state. Uh, I don't ever remember, no one seems to know when baseball and softball were at the same time getting this opportunity together. That, um, a lot of excitement over there just south of Cool Springs. Looking forward to um, seeing how things pan out for you guys tomorrow night. So um, thanks again for joining us. And, and again, best of luck. Thank you all very much for having me. All righty. From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill, go see Renee Hart and the fine folks over there. You can find them on Facebook or on Instagram. Again, it's From the Heart Cafe. Let's hand out some hardware before we get out of here. What do you say? That'll work. All right. The End to End Life Team of the Week presented by our friends at Custom Stone Handlers. That's Custom Stone Handlers. Ned Rich, fine folks here in Columbia. If you're looking for your rock connection, he's got them. The End to End Life Team of the Week this week is the Zion Christian Softball Lady Eagles, who... Ended their season last week with a TSIAA championship. Congratulations to uh, Ashley Coble and Coach Russ Adcox. Uh, I know Ashley, I believe, was the uh, most outstanding player in that tournament. So congratulations to her and the Lady Eagles for their TSIAA championship. And our Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint Player of the Week from Columbia Central, sophomore outfielder Savia Morgan hit 800, not 300. 800. That's right. Considerably more than 300. Well, you got to just, yeah, just close, close the yeah, other side go. of the three. Yeah. yeah. Went 12 for 15 in four district 12 4 or 8 tournament games last week, stealing eight bases, scored eight times, doubled twice, and leading the Lady Lions to within a half inning of a region tournament berth. So, congratulations to Savia Morgan, the MTBJ Player of the Week this week. But she wasn't Player of the Year. Okay. Anyway. She was Defensive Player of the Year? Uh, not enough. <laughs> not enough. Uh, no, it's really not. But, you know, I I think um, I, vote, so. I, I think that slight may have had something to do with that. 800 in the district <laughs> tournament. <laughs> Certainly my so, ass. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, the world of college football has it, – it, it's blowing up. It's so. getting ugly, as Bubba, Bubba Sparks would say. <laughs> so we'll talk about Nick Saban and what he had to say about Jimbo Fisher, about Coach Prime. Uh, talk about what Jimbo Fisher had to say about talk Nick about Saban. What Jimbo Fisher had to say. It's going to be a lot. So y'all come back. Main Street Sports today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joints. Back after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. 
Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones & Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. And you've read about them. You know who they are. I mean, we were second in recruiting last year. A&M was first. A&M bought every player on their team. Made a deal for name, image, and likeness. We didn't buy one player. Right, but I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it. Thing about coaches is supposed to be doing the right thing. And I'll tell you what, I know how some of those guys recruit too. Don't dig into that. I, I would like to first say, I, don't, I, I shouldn't have to go dig into it, Jimbo. You just said you knew... Why do I need to dig? The bridge has been burned. You said I didn't pick up the phone call because we're through. Tell us. Tell us. What 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 do we need to know about how Nick Saban does business, Jimbo Fisher? Tell us. Why are you scared? Say you scared. <laughs> I think he's trying to honor the honor among thieves. Code that I think that he's accusing Saban of having violated, um, egregiously. So, um, you know, it's <laughs> everybody gonna do time, you know, it, it's like, um, all are we getting ready to see some dirty laundry or, or is this just gonna be another, another dust up? It, it, it's just another dust up right now, but let, let me. Let me rewind that that Nick Saban quote because we, we, we got we, a turntable scratch over what, there. What we don't hear is the rest of the answer, which needs the problem with social media is that Jimbo Fisher called a press conference and completely lost his mind over what he saw on social media. The full six minute answer to the question was Nick Saban saying, look, some teams used NIL differently than other teams, and I'm not sure that 
the way some teams used it is sustainable. Right. And had Nick stayed right there, I think things would have been okay. But then Nick went to naming names. And then he said, well, they bought every they bought every team. Every player they got. Every player on in their in their recruiting class. We know, we we know for almost certainty that at least one player in a last ditch effort was offered a pretty good chunk of change, six figures, to attend a certain SEC school and wound up signing somewhere else. So we know that this is happening. We know that schools are using NIL as recruiting tools. If you don't think Alabama has been and is using the NIL as a recruiting tool, you're nuts. And that's the, I think that's the issue. It's got to be the issue. I mean, I think, I think Saban wants to fall back on plausible deniability. You know, what did you know and when did you know it? Uh, there's probably a lot going on that Saban doesn't know anything about. Absolutely. But when the parking lot of your uh, workout facility is full of Dodge Chargers and Chargers and Challengers, and Challengers, I think you might start asking questions. Why are all these guys wearing the same suit? That's interesting. You know, <laughs> Look, I just don't know. Here's my thing. You're doing it. They're doing it. Why do you have a problem with them doing it? I don't know that he has a problem with it. Well, because again, this is not a this is not a Nick Saban complaint. This is another Nick Saban warning. This is the same thing he said before the portal. <laughs> it's the same thing he's saying now. This is not a complaint. This is a warning. Take heed now, or Alabama's going to do the same thing that they've been doing. They're going to take your rules, and they're going to beat you with them. Because you can think all you want that Texas A&M's got all the money in the world, and they got a lot of it. So does Texas. But Alabama's got enough money, and they got the best coach in the world. And with those two things together, as long as he's the coach, and we'll talk about that later. But here's the thing, though. The money it, matters. It's it's the money matters, but it's not like like you said when you look outside their practice facility and you see all the Chargers and the Challengers. It's not like Alabama's been doing everything by the book to start with. Sure. So whatever the rules are, they've been working outside of them. I, so what what warning is it exactly that he's issuing? That we can do it above board now. And okay. <laughs> it's not going to be just challengers and chargers. It's going to be cash money. And if you thought. So, so what's he saying? That, if, if, if Texas A&M stops, he'll stop. I don't think that's what he's saying at all. I think <laughs> what he's saying is that there has to, there needs to be some rules in place that they can work outside of and be quiet again. <laughs> that's what he's saying yeah right but listen which which leads you to the the jimbo fisher narcissistic he called him a narcissist straight to his face basically i mean 
had they been face to face, he would have just called him a narcissist. Well, he's not answering his phone calls too. He mentioned that somebody asked him. Well, see, and that's a problem. He, Saban, he, he said why? he did say why? He why like, is that a problem? He said I'm not. Uh, I, I'm not afraid of confrontation. Well, if you're not afraid of confrontation, answer the phone. I just don't. I, don't, I just don't have anything to say to him. He, he said we're done. We're done. He said I didn't answer. I'm not going to. We're done. I got nothing to say to him. I. I. I that's that's not being afraid of confrontation. I'm sure that some what do, go back and find the SEC media day schedules. Oh Lord, <laughs> yeah you you were you were right about that. By the way, because there there's no way they are in Hoover on the or in Atlanta. Atlanta. Excuse me, on the same day, we uh, couldn't get that lucky. No, they are two days apart. Matter oh, of fact. Oh, that's. There's, there's a yeah, buffer. That, that's enough time. The, the good question, who's first? Uh, Nick. Nick is oh, first. Nick, oh, Nick gets to lay the groundwork. Mm. And Jimbo gets, Jimbo to, gets to react, Jimbo which is, is what the, we had today. So Jimbo perfect. is the last coach on the podium <laughs> of SEC Media Days. Talk about must-see TV that but, week. But mm. can we at least say this? Can, can we just say this? Nick Saban called out Coach Prime, too. He did. We're losing – a lot of folks are losing the fact that, you know. And Prime ain't happy. I, there may not be any more Affleck commercials. No, I want to know who gets the family duck. Yeah. Who, who, get, who gets primary custody? <laughs> because, and not just Prime, but the player tweeted, oh, I got a million dollars. Why does my mama still live in a, a three-bedroom three bedroom house? house? Well, yeah. hey, we didn't say you got it immediately. You gotta, you know, show up first, buddy. <laughs> I mean, it, you, you, you still, he ain't showed up yet. He signed, and he did get a contract from Barstool, right? Did he? I mean, that, wasn't that I don't wasn't know. that the the whole deal was Barstool was gonna pay him to if he went to JSU or whatever. Yeah, I think that was part of it. Yeah, they touted that after the fact. So yeah, they didn't hide it. Look, the fact is, is this: Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher have long been working outside of the rules. Oh, sure. And now that it's legal, Jimbo didn't have to worry about the rules. He just let his. His people do what they needed to do to get a number one class, and they did. Now the NCAA has put into in, into at least some sort of language the booster issue. But I don't know I, how you put that genie back in the bottle. I, well, I mean, I I think they have to work for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, and and if they don't, I think that's when you get into a a, a serious situation. Because I mean. All these kids getting all these millions of dollars. I've seen like five commercials. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen DJ Uilagalele. Well, and that's about it on here, Dr. Pepper. Here's the question: You know, you have to work for. You have to work to stay eligible, supposedly, right? Go to class. Yeah. Get grades. How's that working out with a lot of these guys? <laughs> They've getting around that too, right? They are. So, I mean, to to think that it's, I mean, there's always going to be these colleges trying to gain the advantage. I and, mean, can can you can you pay them NIL for one signed football? I mean, I guess you can pay them whatever whatever you want to pay them for. Yeah, and and I think that's the problem. I don't know that there's any kind of cap. 
So uh, or or an NIL cap set like a salary cap, yeah. or, I mean, or, or or some sort of you know, there probably should be a, you know, you can't make more than a thousand dollars per hour, of. That would be the only way that you could somewhat level the playing field. Yeah, that would be the only way. If you did a thousand dollars per per hour or per, um, piece of memorabilia, right, mm-hmm. something like that, or five hundred dollars or whatever the number is. I don't know. <sighs> it's entertaining, though. It's entertaining. Yeah. It's entertaining, and it's not going anywhere. Nope. And and it's like I um. Like the text I sent you guys, I mean, anytime you've got something this explosive going on in the Southeastern Conference, and Lane Kiffin is just sitting back, just kicked back with his feet up. He's taking notes. Like, <laughs> yeah, he is. That's exactly what he's doing. Kiff's like, my name's Bennett, and I ain't in it. Uh-huh. Well, that's, that's, um... Oh, and Lane, Lane Kiffin is day one. Oh. <laughs> so, you know they're going to ask, Lane, what you think Nick and uh, Jimbo are going to do? <laughs> and Lane will tell him exactly what he thinks. They're going to fight. <laughs> and I'm going to be here to watch it. Get my popcorn ready. Here we go. Oh, man. Let's take, a, your popcorn. Let's take a quick break uh, for halftime because I do have something I want to mention to you guys while we're uh, while we're here. It's, it's real brief, but uh, halftime. So stick around. Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint back after this.